Radio. Everybody, we are back. This is episode 242 of the Dark Windows podcast. And Kevin, for some reason, is playing with his tits. I'm not sure. I can cut glass on. over here. Goddamn. Okay, well, they, we don't need to know that. Goddamn. Okay. And that air conditioner blowing right on me, mister. Oh, no. Woo! It's fucking like 75 degrees outside. I got the AC on, yeah. No, I'm just saying, you know. It's just, just a little bit chilly. I'm a fatty right and I like it cold. I'm not saying I don't like it cold. I'm just saying it was like, woo. Well, you're over there like twisting them and stuff while you're trying to fucking tune in a radio. Like, what are you doing? Stop. Hey, I'm not twisting them. Anymore, no, because you stopped, thankfully. You realize you can't dial them in any further. Don't believe a fucking word he says. Okay. Okay. So, anyway, it's your week. What do you got? Uh, for, well, for this week's episode, since Kevin called me out, I do sure a crime. Well, I'm doing a crime this week. And when trying to figure out what I wanted to cover, uh, I got a bright idea of trying to see if there were any murders in our home state of Vermont that, was a shit um, that I wanted to cover. Well, I found one. And it's an unsolved double murder. Okay? And I didn't realize... Um, full disclosure, uh, Kevin went down a bit of a rabbit hole after the, you know doing this, and I kind of was like... Oh, hey, look at this shit. Wow, there's more than just this. So there's unsolved, there's like missing persons. Oh, yeah. That like haven't been, I mean, the furthest one back we actually covered, I believe the furthest one back we covered, um, was uh, the girl that went missing in um in Bennington, yep. that went to Bennington College. Yep. I think she's the, I think she's the oldest one crime or, or missing person that hasn't been solved yet um but yeah so actually we're gonna i'm gonna kind of go over some of them um that i found i was like oh that's kind of cool let's uh let's, let's talk about them and then i um i actually found a murder that happened when i say in our backyard i mean literally kind of like in our backyard um in our hometown that okay. I had not known about. It was hmm. a double murder. Um, still to this day has not been solved. Interesting. Yeah. Um, what we're going to cover um, for this one is the murder, double murder of Ronald and Maram uh, Hanel. Okay. Okay. Uh, 49-year-old Roland and 32-year-old Miriam Hanel were married. Uh, I'm in... sorry. Do those ages one more time? 49 and 32. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Married and moved to uh, their chalet on uh, Jaron Road, which uh, Roland had built in 1981 in J. So this, for everybody that doesn't know, J is in the very center of the state. But like up north, way the <laughs> fuck up north. It's almost the Canadian border. Yeah, very um, very much up north. Yeah, and it's actually uh, close to 
our highest peak in the state, which is uh, Mount Washington. Nope, that's not true. No, Mount yeah. Mansfield. Yes, I don't know why I said Mount Washington. It's because Mount you're Mansfield. Dumb. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that is true. Because <laughs> uh, you stupid bitch. That's why <laughs> you know it. Oh. So uh, Roland was from Germany, but had been splitting his time between Montreal, Quebec, and Jay Vermont. Ugh. Uh, area since 1969. Two places that I'd rather never go again. Yeah. Uh, he sold his uh, share of a plastics factory in Canada around the time the couple was uh, married. Merrim was born in Egypt, but had become a Canadian citizen in Quebec before uh, moving to Vermont with Roland. Okay. Uh, Roland's f- uh, friend described him as a great guy and a great family man who was particularly fond of skiing and lived a clean lifestyle. Oh, a German-Canadian that likes to ski? What a fucking shock. No, um, no, no, he's just German. Act, well, he lived in Canada, though. Yeah, but yeah. he's not. I, I take that back. I, would, I would, wouldn't would mind going back to Jay because they actually have the resort up there with the water park in it. Yeah. They have indoor fucking surfing. Yeah. Yeah. Looks pretty rad. My fat ass would get killed on it, though, but uh, it'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Roland was the type of guy who would ride his bike to work if he had to go uh, to to the store and never use use his car. Stephen Lucier, a cup uh the couple's friend neighbor, quote said. Roland and Miriam were known to be a friendly athletic couple who enjoyed uh playing tennis and skiing. Okay. They could often be seen picking strawberries or working outside around their home. They mainly kept to themselves. Roland and Miriam rented the top two floors of their home out, especially during ski season. Though no one was renting either floor at the time of their deaths. $149 a day for that water park. You can eat dicks, JP. Wow. Fuck. Wow. Whew. Well, God what damn. comes with it, though? Uh, doing shit in the water park for a day. Okay. Well, see how much uh, the one over in Queensbury costs. I bet you it's... You, you mean Water Slide World that no longer exists? No, the one over in Queensbury. It's uh, uh, something Wolf, Great Wolf Lodge or some shit like that that exists. Uh, so they rented the t- uh, there out two other homes that they had in Jay as well. Um, Merriam and Rowan Hannell were last seen alive at their residence on September 13th of 1984 at 7.30 p.m. The following week, Merrim missed a dentist appointment. Uh, their dentist further explained to investigators later on that he had n- uh, not seen Roland or Merrim for nearly two weeks. They were found deceased at their home on uh, September 20th of 1984 by a neighbor, you know, neighbor, one of the neighbor friends. Right. Uh, they were both victims of a shooting, and their deaths were ruled a homicide. Investigators n- initially believed that they had been killed several days earlier um but neighbors had neighbors may have uh, heard fatal gunshots but couldn't be sure and the area was popular for gun uh, for hunting as it is because it's fucking vermont yeah <laughs> and it was actually bear season at the time yep uh and and so it wasn't common to hear shots through the day. I mean, technically, the month we're in is also bear season, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be a valuable commodity in the gay community, but uh, <laughs> thankfully, 
They are not gay. <laughs> so according to investigators, Roland was found in the living room and Merriam was found in the kitchen of their home. So the last time the handles Where were... she belonged. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, that was uh, fucking terrible, but it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> so the last time the handles were confirmed to be alive was about one week before the murder. A gas station attendant thought she saw them purchasing diesel fuel on the Wednesday, so which was the 19th of that week that they were... Yeah. You know, dead. Uh, but police did not believe the sighting was credible given the condition of their bodies. The medical examiner confirmed that the Hannels had been dead for at least 24 hours before they were found. However, yeah. a second witness became backed up the attendant's story, stating that she saw the couple at the gas station on Wednesday evening, leaving investigators confused. The exact time of the death was never determined. After 14 hours of autopsy, yeah, 14 hours. Yeah, well, I mean, autopsy is not a quick thing. Uh, Dr. Paul Omero, uh, Vermont's deputy chief medical examiner at the time, determined that the handles had been shot between 8 to 11 times each. Fuck, dude. Yeah. 22? Uh, with gunshots wounds uh, found in multiple areas of their bodies. The gun type could not actually be determined during the autopsies. How, do you, how, how can you not determine caliber? You're a fucking doctor doing an autopsy. They couldn't figure it out, I so guess. So these are all through and through wounds. They didn't find a slug anywhere. Yeah. All, what they... What, what they... Uh, mm. What the coroner did rule out, though, was shotgun. Fair. Um, and according to Morrow, uh, it could have been a semi-automatic weapon or a handgun. Well, it's got to be semi-automatic. Those are the scary ones. Yeah. Um, wait, wait were... what, what year is this again? 1960-something? No, 1984. Oh, that's before everybody's afraid of guns. Okay. Uh, there was no powder burns on their bodies, indicating that the shooter was not standing very close right. to the couple. So, from the beginning, the police struggled to find a uh, motive for the killings. Neighbors and friends described the couple as friendly, warm, and kind, kindly, and it seems they kept to themselves. Roland, a neighbor, uh, reportedly had a, quote, long-standing boundary dispute, but investigators did not think it led to the murder. And the neighbor was in Texas at the time of the crime. Yeah, he still could so, have paid somebody to do it, though. Could have. Uh, one J resident stated that some people in the town were, quote, irked by Roland, mm -hmm. uh, who could be, quote, assertive and opinionated. German. Yes, <laughs> very much. European. Yeah, so, German. You know, yeah, yeah, true. Uh, the last thing I think of when I think assertive are the French, so. Yeah. You know. They can be, though. I mean, and a lot of a, a lot of others. Like, I met a Polish guy that was uh, that I had a class with at uh, the community college I went to. Mm -hmm. He was the same exact way. But the Poles have to be. They've been kicked. If there's anybody that's been kicked around equally amount, just like throughout the history of time as the Jews, it's the Poles. They've been butt fucked in every European conflict that's ever happened. Yeah, you know. Okay. All right. I'll go yeah. with it. Um, so and they the, also just do everything fucking upside down completely. <laughs> the air forces and boats. Yes. You know, have to parachute up into the planes. Uh -huh. This doesn't fucking work. Yep. For sure. Yep. 
Somebody will take offense to that. You I know don't that. care. Fuck them. They're Polish. They won't understand the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you play it reverse. But you know what, though? What? Polish people will... Uh, anybody that, that is of Polish descent will hear this and go, yeah, that's funny, though. Go on to the why? Because they don't get offended by anything. <laughs> like the Irish. True. Uh, the po- So the police didn't rule anything out early in the investigation, but also did not point to any particular suspect or uh, speculate about what led to the crime. Because mm-hmm. you have uh, no, no ideas. Yeah. Five days before handles were found, uh, Loman Mays committed an armed robbery at a bank in Londonderry. That's Vermont. a name you don't hear that often. Yeah, Loman. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, for everybody, so Jay comparison to Londonderry, which they're ref- referring to, is... Like, Londonderry is uh, middle of the state, but damn near towards the bottom. Yeah. Um, the There's a town that's to the west of Londonderry, which is the, um, let's see, it's the third to last town in that side of the state. So pretty much I think Londonderry is about the same. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure on that, but it's about... Like I said, it's on that bottom third of the state. Yeah, it's down by like Windhall, Jamaica. It's it's um, it's down there. And Jay, as a matter of fact, I have been there for uh, doing pest control and stuff. Um, there's a gas station in Jay that uh, I was stopped by Border Patrol at because I went there to go piss, and I was informed that I'd accidentally crossed the Canadian border on foot. Oh, and I was told if I had to use the restroom, I could use the tree on the other side. So I had to piss on the Vermont side behind a tree. Oh. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh. Yep. I didn't think it was that close, but. I don't know if it's technically J or not. I think it is. Yeah. Because I know J Peak is in J. J Peak is like not quite in the town. It's between J and Troy. Um, but yeah, J actually does border up to, butt up to Canada. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Well, I've never actually been to Jay, so... Not missing much. Fully, Very small, you know. and most of them speak French. Mm. Fucking weird, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the gas stations and shit up there yeah. take both uh, both currencies. They're that close to the border. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, if you go... Pretty much a lot of the towns, way the hell up there, they do. Yeah. Because, um, like, they're fucking... They might as well. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, a Loman Maze had committed an armed robbery in a at a bank in Londonderry. Um, Vermont. Mays had escaped from prison in Tennessee earlier in the year. Investigators considered the possibility that Mays had killed the Hannels, though there was no clear evidence connecting him to the crime. Mays was caught in Wyoming in September of 1985 and later pled guilty to the Londonderry bank robbery. He was never charged with any crimes uh, connected to the uh, Hannel homicide. So, they kind of are trying to pin it on some guy that, you know, had done a crime south, way the fuck south. Want to know why we do that? So we can close the goddamn case yeah. and just forget all about it. Well, the funny thing is, is this. Um, our, our state, I don't know, must be some kind of fucking weird, but... Um, I was looking at uh, unsolved murders in our state, mm-hmm. and I don't know how they didn't try to put two and two together for uh, this one crime, this one uh, uh, little uh, time frame for murder. 
because there was a guy that was killed in in one one town and another woman that was killed in another town and the towns aren't very far away. Yeah, and, but this is also back in the 80s where they weren't No, 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 no. This wasn't 80s. Oh, when was this? Um, I think this was Oh gosh. Maybe 50s something like that, well, I mean, but still. Even then, police departments didn't communicate with each other. They wanted to solve their own shit. Yeah, well, I mean, one I'll say, I think it, they thought it was just a break-in because, you know, some things were stolen or whatever, but this one guy was just shot, and that was it. So just just to put it into perspective, I'm looking at Google Maps, from Jay to Londonderry is 2 hours and 50 minutes. It's yeah. 175 miles, damn near straight south. Yeah. So for and that's, this guy that, to have done this, yeah, And that's if likely. traffic is with you. Yeah, because, I mean, you don't have to go through Burlington, at least. Like, you can dodge that and go out the other half. But um, you break down up towards, like, Barton, Glover, Coventry. You break down there, nobody's going to help you because they don't fucking know who you are. Yeah. Um, Been there, experienced that. Yeah. You know, when you drive down a road and people will open their fucking doors to look at your truck because it didn't look familiar, it didn't sound familiar coming down the road, and they'll stare at you while you're driving by. A little weird. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we get a little fucking hills have eyesy up here in some spots. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so nearly two decades. I'm sorry, not two, de- two decades. Sorry. Nearly two years to the day of Ronald and Miriam's murder on September 10th of 1986. Officials with the Vermont State Police released a uh, psychological profile of the of an individual uh, responsible for Handel's murder, which had been uh, created by the FBI of um, FBI's uh, behavioral science unit, which um, what had was brand new at creating this because they yes. hadn't only been doing this for what not the, even ten behavioral years. Behavioral science unit started in like uh, late sixties, early seventies, somewhere in there. Yeah, but it wasn't it. Uh, like later on, wasn't it um, uh, uh, Bundy and stuff that kind of like? Yeah, but really, that's, that's when they first. That's when they started really getting their feet underneath them. Was in the eighties. Yeah. So I mean, but the, I mean, but the profiling they side, were, they were technically around for Kemper, which was in the seventies. Uh, I mean, a lot True. of Bundy shit was in the seventies too. But he, he uh, kept, um, Kemper but, helped a lot True. to catch Bundy. True. Then Bundy helped them out to catch. Uh, Gary Ridgway, the Green River Killer. True. So if you watch Mindhunter on Netflix, that is all about the origins of the uh, the behavioral sciences unit. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's, sucks it's canceled. Yeah, but the guess what's not canceled, though? The fucking book. And it's really good. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't read that. It's on the shelf. Huh. It's good. Okay. Read little bits of it. I haven't gone cover to cover, but yeah. I just you know, find certain things in there. That I might have to get it. it on Audible and listen to it. Yeah. Might yeah. as well. Um, Audible.com. Yes. Forward slash Dark Dark Windows Podcast. <laughs> Get, Sponsor uh, us. Fifteen <laughs> percent off your entire book. It's not a good code either. I'm lying to you. <laughs> He's once again was, I tried. Last just, week I tried to get stakes at least. Yeah. Tried now to get I just Omaha. want free books. Uh so Thriftbooks.com. <laughs> just you guys need to sponsor us because I've spent way way too much money on your website. But did you? Um, I'm up to like well over like three hundred dollars I spent on that website. Oh wow! Yeah, damn. But there, it's not like you're buying expensive books. They're like five or six bucks a pop. You know, and you get good shit. They're used, but they're in decent condition. There you go. You know? eh. They still smell like a book. 
So as long as they smell like care. a book, nah, I don't really, I don't really care. You piece of shit. Whatever, it's fine. Don't worry about it. According to the profile, authorities believe that the killer was familiar in some way with the handles, had been in their home, or I'm sorry, not, yeah, in their home, but also to it. Right. Um, and targeted the couple specifically. The profile states that the killer, quote, is in the same age group as the Hannels and would have um, would have make a appearance within the community, may have been under the influence of drugs or alcohol, and may have been in a dreamlike state. So basically they're trying to say they're on LSD. No, he was probably smoking that goddamn marijuana, uh, making them violent, you know? Because yes, we all yes. know that marijuana creates violent criminals. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, back then, that's what they were thinking. Mm, I don't know. They blamed everything on being high on pot. I mean, Coke was more prevalent then. Not but... up here, though. Mm. Yeah, the, Coke is a city drug. It was up here. I don't know if it was that would have been that prevalent in Jay. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? You know. Well, coming. Any, anybody doing Coke, like, at Jay Peak back then was bringing it with them from, like, Jersey or Massachusetts when they came up to ski. Probably. And by the way, public service announcement as a Vermonter, stop coming here. We don't want your money. <laughs> Fuck off. Stay home. Ski elsewhere. Thank you. <laughs> That's That has been your public service announcement yep. from Kevin. <laughs> Hot take. Uh, we don't like outsiders. Uh, Stay away. <laughs> so, bad uh, dreamlike state. Okay. And likely made an attempt to mislead the police in their in their investigation. Of course. Of course. The Was pro- there any signs of forced entry or anything? Uh, I don't believe so. I didn't so see anything. They, so he would have had to have been let into the house. Probably, yeah. Hmm. Uh, the profile adds that there were aspects of the crime scene that leads them to believe that at some time, uh, quote, a female-dominated... The killer's life. Okay. Okay. The mommy issues. Yeah. Along with the strong possibility that at least one other person knows or at least um, suspects who the killer is. Authorities believe that if true, the person may be in danger. Yeah. Fair enough. Or may have been in danger, I should say. We really haven't had... I mean, we've had serial killer activity, but I don't think we've had one specific to Vermont, really. Um, There's one in New Hampshire, but we've never had, like, an active serial killer here working here exclusively. No, I don't know. We had that cock Israel Keys that came here. Yeah. Um, Ted Bundy was born here, but that's not our fault. No. It's not our fault because, like, his grandfather was his father and he got the shit kicked out of him. That's not our fault. That's bad parenting. No, I don't, well, well, hold on. They did think that, uh, 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 um, who, what's it? There's one that they think that actually had some connection to Vermont. I, he- I heard it from somewhere. Or I saw it. H.H. H. Holmes, maybe? He was Where, just like, from New Hampshire. No, no, no. Like, took people from here and went somewhere else, though. Oh, I don't know. Uh, all I'm what's his is... name down in Massachusetts, right? Um, who? The dipshit that we went to visit the visit his grave. DeSalvo? Yeah. No, he worked just like right in Boston. But I I don't know. I thought I, I swore I could be wrong. No. You know. We've had a I lot of know. gangsters come up here from like 
at a yeah. state like back in the 70s and 80s and buy guns and dump bodies in the quarries and shit. But hey. all I'm saying is maybe it's time to fix the whole universe serial killer thing. Maybe. You know, we've well, got to find one. Or could find happen. Whatever. Who knows? So. <laughs> it's a joke. 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 There. Now we can't get sued if anything happens. Yeah. It was a joke. So after the satire, satire, satire. <laughs> they get it. Do they, though? Maybe. One or two might not. I'm not sure if my NSA agent understood me the first time. So, <laughs> so after the profile was released, uh, their appearance to have uh, been there appears to have been very little media coverage of the murder until 2000. Uh, I'm sorry, until a 2000 article published by the Caledonian Record, which is for Caledonia County, which is up, way up north. Um, it's actually um, not. I don't believe it's the county where J Peak is. It's actually a county south and to the east. Hold on, we have the technology to figure this shit out. I'm not. I'm not 100 because I know that like where I went to call my first college. I went to was in Caledonia. Caledonia County, County is southeast of J. It's yeah. where you have Linden, St. Johnsbury, Hardwick, which is fucking completely boring. Um, Burke, which has a mountain in it, and that's about it. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. There's, there's nothing there. Welcome so to Vermont. I... Danville is also there. Yeah. Again, with nothing to do in it. So... Matter of fact, another, another pest control story. Um, went to a, I had to do a customer's house in Danville. You get instructions on your phone as to how you're supposed to do things. Um, my instructions were stop at gas station, get keys from clerk, house and field. Okay. Drove around for two fucking hours trying to find a house in a field. Finally get back into service, call the guy that usually does that spot, and go, where's this goddamn house? Because, oh, no, no, you have to drive up through the field out into the woods. So there's like a what looks like a, a, a cart path, like, you know, a tractor would pull into. Mm-hmm. That kind of like fucking humps and thumps down through this field and I have to go through that in a two-wheel drive board ranger oh out into the woods to get to this guy's house mm. yeah, it was fucking weird then I had to drop the keys back off with the toothless man at the gas station <laughs> um yeah was he a nice guy I couldn't really talk to him why because he didn't have any teeth I couldn't understand what the fuck he was saying oh Jesus oh he, I, I don't know I got Kate, yeah well he's from fucking northern Vermont he's from fucking Danville <laughs> Sometimes you just can't understand them. Some fucking hillbilly ass up there, uh-huh. you know. But yeah. Peachum's also there where we wasted a day driving to fish and caught absolutely nothing other it's than true. fucking up my reel. True. But, Both yeah. of us, I think, are. Yeah, I wasn't real happy with yeah. that. Then that dick came in off the off the fucking water with a like a thirty-seven inch rainbow trout or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, yeah. Giant mm-hmm. big fuck off fish. You can suck it. I was not happy. So uh, the at two thousand our. our so that article in 2000 but in the Caledonia Record, uh, which That's shed, how we got there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Newspaper. Uh, which shed some light on the uh, leads police had found. There had been... Uh, I'm sorry. There had been speculation that the murder was tied to a drug, tra- drug trafficking because Roland owned a boat in Florida, which okay. he chartered uh, for cruises. Okay. A connection to international t- terrorism was also considered... And, don't know i mean uh those, ma- when those guys came here for 9-11 they came through canada and down through vermont into you know. well th- this is their connection okay, okay. ready Miriam had worked for the 1972 munich olympics oh that bitch <laughs> at which 11 israeli athletes and coaches were taken hostage and 
killed by a Palestinian terrorist. Oh, that bitch did it. <laughs> well, no, because those guys are all dead. Yeah, they're Cause, all dead. Yeah, because the ones that got but away. Maybe but... she. Maybe she's the one that did it. No, or she no. had her husband do it. No, because she was. She, if that's the case, she would have already been dead. Because after they died, Mossad hunted the rest of them down like fucking dogs, and killed them. Well, no, I'm saying she worked there, and then she. She was probably selling fucking popcorn or something. Probably true. Okay. Doing laundry. Who the fuck knows? Oh, okay. Highly doubt she had like you know, a fucking Mac ten or something, and started shooting Jewish athletes. Highly doubt that. I don't know. So nothing was ever found to, to connect the couple to criminal activity or terrorism, and it appears both of these leads were rampant speculation with no real evidence. Obviously. Of course, yeah, you know, fucking small town Vermont. I mean, it, it, the, the drug trafficking thing would make more sense because it borders the Canadian, you know, true, borders Canada, true. Um, and back then, believe it or not, the big thing was trading cigarettes for drugs because cigarettes in Canada are fucking crazy expensive. Um. Someone that I know has a relative who was on probation for over a decade for smuggling cigarettes into Canada. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they people I mean, would trade, you know, if, cocaine, if, weed, whatever, for cigarettes. And you just fucking ship it back and forth across they, the border. I mean, it's a, a pipeline because, yeah. you, you know, I mean, you come in and out. You hit seven and you go straight down into Massachusetts. From Massachusetts, you can get on to 95 and go wherever the fuck you want on the yeah. East Coast. Yep. You know? So they had no evidence that actually supported any of this because, you know, well, like we said, speculation. Yeah. Uh, police had hoped the ammunition used in the crime would lead to a suspect until they learned that it had been sold across uh, across the con- uh, country and fit many different weapons. How do they know what kind of fucking ammunition it was if they never I don't know. discovered what caliber it was? I don't know. They'd be like saying, oh, well, this person was shot with, uh, you know, uh, federal Ammunition. That, that's, Fucking what kind? I know. What caliber? This is the part where I'm, I'm, I'm still baffled because I'm like, I, I was thinking the same thing. Like, how the fuck do you know? I'm like, I was waiting for a weapon, possibly. Yeah, but I mean, no, you, we ain't gonna find it because this not. is shitty. 1980s small town police yeah. work. Uh, Pete Johnson, who was the, the lead detective on the case in the 1980s, told the Caledonian uh, record that he did not believe the killer lived in Jay area. And that the handles were, quote, fine, upstanding, honest people. Probably one of them scumbags from Milton or something. Probably. Yeah. Can't trust uh, those fuckers. Roland's daughter, Karen, speculated that a, a friend or ex-boyfriend of Miriam's might have been the killer. So she didn't like her fucking stepmother. No, you know where it is? Morrisville. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Either Morrisville or, like, Barry. Yeah, oh, definitely Barry. Yeah. Definitely You could go to Barry and get stabbed in your car. You, Yeah. That place is fucking gross. Yeah. I mean, Rutland's not much better, but at least the crackheads here are skinny. You can fight them. <laughs> True. Um, so she didn't like her fucking... She didn't like her stepmother. Maybe her stepmother killed him. Maybe. Uh, which would explain why Miriam opened the door for him. Uh, Karen uh, did not name or uh, any particular person. And believe, and the police have not publicly said if they have investigated the theory at all. So, now, this case is still unsolved, and I know that it may not matter, but what the hell? Uh, I'll share it with everyone anyway. So, if you have any information regarding the murder of Roland and Merrim Hannell, please contact Vermont State Police at 802-244-8781 or email them. 
your tip at scott.dunlap at vermont.gov. Please contact us at Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> uh, the new one's not as good as the old one was. I've never watched the new one. The, the new one on Netflix, it's like it takes itself way too seriously being like true crime documentary. Where the other one was like, oh, man, with Robert Stack, like, oh, this bitch saw angels or something. Who knows? If you have any information, please contact the FBI. <laughs> you know, it was so much more fun. Even with Dennis Farina, it was more fun, but he wasn't as good as Robert Stack. Yeah. You know. So, um. Robert Stack had that scary voice that creeped me out when I was a little kid. True. So, let's see. Uh, <clears throat> so, let's go over some missing persons here real quick. Um, in our area, which is funny, like, I'm talking, like, when I say our area, I mean, like, within the Rutland County area. Um, there actually is four active missing persons cases that have not been solved. No surprise. Yeah. Um, one is this guy named uh, William Metcalf. 71-year-old man. Missing. Never hasn't been found. That's probably a dementia thing. Could be. Um, yeah, reported missing uh, actually in September 17th of 1985 and he's just gone i mean he's probably how old was he he was 19 it was he was 75 so he's he's probably dead by now i would dead think, yeah you know unless he's 100 years old and it's just living off the land um another one was like right in rutland i mean these three were are right in rutland uh patricia hess she was 35 when she went missing and um, she actually went missing on November 10th of 1981. Okay. So, Do like, they, they ever, like, give towns as to where they went missing from? Yeah, this is all Rutland. Rutland, like Rutland Town or Rutland County? This is Rutland oh, okay. City. Hmm. Well, actually, the first one was, yeah, I guess it would be Rutland itself. Um, the next one was, uh, Kwa Wak Pang Chin. Um, he went, or he, yeah, he went, he was 35 when he went missing and was poured missing on the, on July 31st of 1988. Um, it was as an involuntary missing person. Oh, he shit. was walking with a limp and was and has a hunched back. It reported that he had approximately uh, $9,000 on his person when he went missing. Oh, he didn't have it stored in his bell tower somewhere? No. Oh. That's so, the best way to do it. Don't know what this guy was into, but... Ringing bells and shit? Uh, he, trying to hook up with gypsies? I mean, you did have a thing that about the triad, so maybe that was true. Well, you also said he was a hunchback, so that's where I was going. Yeah, but he's Chinese. You're trying to say that Chinese can't be hunchbacks? Well, maybe, possibly. Uh, let's see. The other one that's in our area. Well, actually, there's two more that are in our area. I didn't realize. Wow. Um, uh, Edwin uh, Edwin Peer. He went missing in Clarendon, which is... Uh, other side of Rutland. Other side of Rutland. Technically so where I work. Yep. 
So it's like from us, it's technically it's technically three towns away. Yeah, it's twenty minutes from here. Yeah, uh, I went missing when he was uh, forty three. He uh, let's see if he has any information. He reported missing on uh, the 9th of April of nineteen eighty one. So I mean, you get two people missing in nineteen eighty one. Kind of crazy. There's another one that's uh, uh, missing in a town called Middletown Springs. Oh, yeah, yeah, Middletown Springs. You um, can easily go missing there. This guy named Jay uh, Moleski. He was 38 when he went missing. And the, the thing with Middletown Springs is there's like 36 people that live there. So if you went yep. missing, nobody would even notice. Now it's a nice town. Like they live, they legitimately have one stoplight, and they used to have a gas station, but I don't think they do anymore. I think they might. I be think the gas one. station's gone. I think they have a store there. No, I think they might be getting a gas oh, station because no they're building a whole new building. Hmm. Wow. Um, Big time in it. True. No. So they have, they have one fucking four way intersection. Now they think that. Th- now, according to this, they're saying calling a missing person because he just hasn't turned up. But there's possibility because he purchased a handgun ah. that they think that he committed suicide yeah, out fair, in the woods probably. and just didn't want to be found. This was in uh, February of, of uh, 1991. You know what that means? So, Somewhere out there, there's a loot drop. True. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. I should make jokes about that, but I mean. True, true, true. Go look in the woods. You might find a handgun. Who the fuck knows? Uh, and like. Let's see. Uh, throughout the state, let's see. There's another one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Paula Walden was the one you were thinking of from before. I went missing in uh, Bennington. That she's the reason that we have the state police. Yeah. Yep. So there's like 29 other missing persons uh, cases right now. That are still active in this state. How many were Bigfoot related, though? Whom? I don't know. A couple, I would think, at least. Probably. There's probably a couple. Yeah. Now, okay. Okay, we're back. So, uh, so these two people, uh, I actually know the, um, the last name, but I never heard of these people because, well, it happened, um, I'm... I think this happened like before I was born. Well, not, what year did it happen? Uh, well, it did actually. Sorry, it happened in 1968. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I'm wondering. And, I don't. I think I wasn't born yet. And there's a name that there's a name and that's uh, mentioned in this that uh, of some people that I was like, oh, I wonder if uh, you know if Kevin's dad knows who these people are. Don't know. Let's find out. Um, Okay, so this is from this article is from the Burlington Free Press. Okay, so that's not even free anymore. No, this was from September fourth of nineteen sixty eight. Title of the the little snippet of the article is "Couple's Death Ruled uh, Probably Murder." Yeah, ruled murder maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, the article reads, State's Attorney Robert E. West Tuesday revised his ruling of homicide, suicide, of a Rotland couple to couple to uh, probably double murder. Okay. Okay. Autopsies of the bodies of Thomas R. Whittemore, 31, and 
Elizabeth R. Whittemore, 29, were made uh, Tuesday by the state pathologist Dr. Richard S. Woodruff in a Burlington hospital. I wonder if they are related to the Whittemores here in town. Well, this is um, happened in Florence. Right. That's what I'm saying. So and fucking Rutland and Pittsford are maybe you know, adjacent. I mean, they lived in Pittsford. They right. lived in they lived in Florence at the time. Yeah, but still, with their, Pittsford and Florence are the same town. With their kid, uh, Woodruff said that the de- both deaths resulted from extensive brain damage inflicted by multiple gunshot wounds That'll to the back it. of the head. Bullets recovered from the body were twenty-two caliber. No weapon has been found. The state pathologist said that the extent of the post-mortem decomposition of the bodies indicated that the couple had been dead at least a week. Oof. Yeah. Oof. And they, what, what what time frame of year is this? September. Oh, yeah. It's still pretty warm up here in September. Yeah. Uh, they were found uh. in their car on a little-used uh, wood road out of sight of the gravel road in Florence near yep. Pittsburgh Monday afternoon. The car was taken uh, into custody for further examination, said West. It was registered to the Whittemores. He said the state police and his office are questioning relatives, neighbors, friends, employees of the South Main Street Phillips 66 gas station where the Whittemore had, was manager. I wonder where that um, one went And been. others. Because that is actually, I know where that is. Is that like Midway Mobile down no, by the diner? No, it is not. It is actually um, at the corner of Route 4 and 7. That is where it was. So that, that fucking uh, Indian burial ground of a fucking gas station that used to that was oh, there. Oh, where Taco Bell used to be. No. Right, right across from there. No, no, no. Junction of 4 and 7. Okay. Woodstock Avenue and 7. The fucking Indian burial ground fucking goddamn gas station that no longer exists. It's been oh, vacant forever. Oh, by Walgreens. Okay. Yeah. Across from CVS. Yes. Okay. I was like, fucking, you that don't was, you don't see a Route 66 unless you go, like, down south now or, like, Midwest. That, that was Phillips 66. Huh. No shit. I saw, only reason why I know this, and it stuck in my brain, is because um, I actually saw a picture on um, a Facebook page we I'm part of, uh, if you're from Rutland, mm-hmm. and it actually had that. Oh, no shit. That's pretty cool. That was that was back when Burger King was Carol's. Yes. Yeah. Um, there wasn't a half dozen goddamn Dunkin' Donuts in, in Rutland. Yeah. Oh no. And there's a lot more houses too. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of shit to do, and you wouldn't get fucking uh, robbed after dark. And that this actually I think was before Wendy's went in. It was, so it was Carol's, and then it was houses, and then it was the gas station at the end of the road yeah and then you still had uh um, and lynn holmes was across the road yep and you still would have had uh lynn holmes diner and fuck Lynn-Holmes. what was the name of the restaurant there uh God royal's hearth side yeah that that was still that would have been I think so that, that would have been jumping because my parents worked there in the 80s and that place has been around for a while well during this time the right next to carol's was the a and p yeah where cvs is yeah yeah yeah. Nobody's uh, going to know what we're talking about except for like maybe Jesse. Yeah, maybe. You know. So anyway, uh they he'll, were... he'll know where fucking Wendy's and shit are cuz they're like right on the main drag when you come into Rutland. Yep. Nobody else that listens to this show has ever been to our like shithole little area of Vermont. It's okay. I promise. Maybe a couple. We got a couple like down to like Springfield Chester area. 
but Never I mean, know. they don't know any better. So they just got electricity <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> no, no, no. I've got family in Chester. I'm allowed to pick on them. Uh, let's see. Uh, so the, the car was taken into custody. Further examination said uh, West was uh, said West. The, the uh, it was registered to what the Winnemores. Um, he said Vermont State Police uh, were questioning the you know the different people. Uh, West had said. He originally made the tentative ruling of homicide, uh, suicide, on the basis of his knowledge of mental illness on the part of Mrs. Whittemore. The couple's two small children. Uh, yeah. Hold on, though. They so- said basically that. Okay. Uh, hold on. Hold hold on one second. Let me let me finish. Okay. Okay. And and you'll kind of get the gist of why they probably did this. No, no, no. I, it's not even that. I'm thinking logistics. What's hold on? Okay, one second. So, the couple's two uh, small children were com- uh, committed some months ago to the Department of Social Welfare for placement in foster homes. The Woodmores have been missing from their homes since uh, August 24th. Their car was decomposed. Uh, the car with the, the decomposing bodies was found by, now, your dad would probably know this person, John Grace. Uh, yeah, I believe that's Tom's brother, actually. Some relative thereof. Uh, I think it would probably be his uncle's father. No, because um, his father was found, Tom. Well... I don't know. I mean, by John Grace and Mary Ellen Gilligan of Pittsburgh, who were hunting old bottles in a nearby uh, burned cellar, that, buried cellar. That's a Pittsburgh activity, though. Yeah. <laughs> Looking for old glass bottles. Um, as they approached, they saw the buzzing flies. The car windows were open uh, on the left side of the 1968 Buick Special. Oh, that's a fucking hot rig, too. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> uh, Grace and his father... Uh, notified, well, I don't know why, I guess, yeah, Grace and his father notified notified police about 3.30 p.m. Police found both uh, Whittemore's wallet and Mrs. Whittemore's purse. Both contained money. Whittemore was found sitting upright behind the wheel. Mrs. Whittemore's body uh, was slumped against the right side of the vehicle. Now, this is why, okay, yeah, now this is why I think they thought that it was, uh, suicide, a uh, murder, suicide, because they thought that maybe he shot her and then shot himself. Okay, okay. well, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a question after that then. Okay, so that's why I think they thought that because she was slumped and he was still upright. So, sure, but sure. How do you get a fucking bullet in the back of your brain? Unless he knew the Clintons. That's what I was thinking. Is like, yeah. how did he shoot himself in the back of the head? Twice? I know that, but. This is why they kind of revised their statements. Yeah, well, that's why you also don't jump to conclusions as a fucking police officer. Exactly. <laughs> Wes said the car is being... I have no comment at this time. Is the best thing to say until you exactly. fucking know what you're talking about. Car said that the, uh, Wes said that the car is being thoroughly examined for clues by Corporal George Patch of the State uh, Police Laboratory in Montpelier. Detective Corporal Robert Dakin of the Rutland uh, Office of the... Vermont State Police is in charge of the investigation. The state's attorney believes the couple have been dead since they were reported missing nine days ago. 
He admitted that the length of time which had elapsed made the investigation more difficult. Oh, yeah, obviously. He he added, the state police uh, are working steadily on the case. So Because the longer that longer a body decomposes, the more evidence yeah. you lose. Now, um, so then, so that was on the 4th of September. And now, here's the thing. is like, we both know where this road is. Okay, this is technically Fire Hill Road, I think. Now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it would have been back then. Yeah. People have lived on that road for a long, long goddamn time. Mm-hmm. Goes between Pittsford and West Rutland, for anybody that's curious. Out through the middle of fucking, out through the woods. Nice, quiet little road. People drive that, okay? That car sat there for a week with two decomposing bodies in it, and nobody noticed it. Welcome to small town Vermont. Yeah. (laughs) Now, I'm wondering... Because it was was obviously in clear, plain view, because these people found it on the side of the road pretty easily, and they're looking for goddamn glass bottles. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I'm kind of wondering. But it's know. also because people right here just mind their business. True. car, whatever. I mean, I'm kind of wondering, like, where it was, but who they, knows? They don't get specific enough for us to even figure it out. Yeah. It was somewhere on a, about a five-mile stretch of road. We I mean, know that I, much. I, I only know of, like, I, I only personally know of one cellar hole. Because it was up from where I used to live. Yeah. Um. And I mean, I used to live in Fire Hill, so. Yeah, technically. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyway. So. So. Uh. That article was from September fourth. Now on the September twelfth, they actually have another article. Um. No new developments in murder of Rutland couple in Florence. Rutland State's attorney, Robert West, said there here Wednesday there have been no new developments in the murder of a young couple found in uh, found slain in their car on a lonely road in Florence on September 2nd. It, it's just a matter of finding the right persons who may have information on the deaths of Thomas R. Winnemore, 32, and his wife, Elizabeth, 30. The police in charge of the investigation are doing a superb job Wes west said i mean are they though i don't know they're not, they're not making any headway so <laughs> sounds to me like they're doing a job yeah i wouldn't say superb but <laughs> a job nonetheless west verified reports two days receipts uh from filling station which Winnemore managed were not deposited he said the motive for the double homicide might have been robbery or the murder could uh, have taken the money to make it appear like a robbery. But he left the guy's wallet. Yeah. Which had money in it. Um, the amount of money involved was not disclosed. Mrs. Woodmore had a history of mental illness and husband also had emotional problems, Wes said. It was for this reason he ruled the death murder-suicide until the autopsy report revealed murder, he explained. So far, this, this the... to me sounds like a crime of convenience. Yeah. Like they picked somebody up because they were both shot in the back of the head. Yep. Meaning if they were in their car when that happened, either this guy killed them elsewhere, put them in the car, drove the car out there, dumped it, and then staged them in the car. Or he or put he a said, gun to their head and said drive. Pulled off the side of the road and fucking killed both of them yeah. and just left. Yep. 
Like, he fucking shot him in the back of the head and fucking shot her. And she fucked, because probably the trajectory made her fucking slump over. Uh, not Probably not. You have to figure, unless he's behind the driver, because right-handed, 90% of everybody in the world are right-handed. Bang, bang, she's going to slump towards the glass. True. True, and they said he was upright. Yeah. So. So he could have even, they don't really go into it, but he could have even been potentially shot through the headrest. True. You know. Could have been. And obviously you kill him first because he's more of a threat to you physically than a woman. Very true. How that works. Very, very true. Never done it before, but I've done enough research into serial killers and shit like that that I know that's what they do. Yeah. That's why uh, most, like most of the time with like mass shooters, if you, you know, produce a weapon, a lot of them will just kill themselves because they don't want to be confronted by someone who can even the odds. Very true. It's also why they choose fucking gun-free zones, but that's something we'll save for <laughs> other stuff. So, uh, so let's con- let's just finish this up. It's not too much left. So, so far, the only persons known to see the couple alive at the filling station are two unidentified New Jersey women who drove into the station on the night of August 24th. West said he has no idea when the crime will be solved, but added it through... Uh, although there is not much evidence to go on, they are not giving up the probe until all avenues in the case are exhausted. Well, guess what? They fucking gave up the dog because they still haven't solved this yeah. fucking murder. Yeah. It's been... And they won't. You know, quite a long fucking time. They won't because they have more important shit to deal with now, like the fucking heroin epidemic and yeah. people coming here from out of state and shooting at each other in bars in Burlington and... You know, uh, people yep. getting stabbed to death in hotels, shit like that. You know, our incredible homeless problem that's just sprung up all of a sudden. Exactly. Uh, yeah. They also don't get paid enough to keep doing this stuff um, because we live in a a state where our largest city population-wise decided it'd be a really good idea because everybody else is doing it that we should defund our police department too. Um, and crime has gone fucking bananas in Burlington ever since then. So good job. You figured it out. You know, you followed the lead of California. Like we do with fucking everything else here and it's working great. Isn't it? Yeah. Safe shoot up sites. We're just letting people steal shit out of stores. Now it's fucking awesome. I can't wait till the state goes under cause I will not be here to see it. Uh, Hey, I hate this place. Uh, just to let you know, uh, back in the day, they have you because know, they have they they have to have like little ads in these. Uh-huh. So drapes, you could buy them plastic drapes, seventy cents a pair. Do they match the carpet though? Seventy seven cent cents a pair for the drape plastic drapes. Not a, not answering my question. I don't know. Hey, you could buy a, a toilet seat. Where where's where are these deals from though, Kevin? I don't know. There's got to be a store name on there somewhere. The store for bigger and better values centers. Centers. Okay, where the fuck was that? I have no fucking clue. Huh? But you could buy a molded plastic toilet seat for two dollars and forty four cents. Those are like you know that those are the ones that had like the padding in them too. Fucking right. Like everybody's grandmother had up here. Yes. Um, and you knew your grandmother was fancy if she made her own toilet seat cover. Ooh. My grandmother used to make toilet seat covers all the time. She also made toilet paper covers. Think made about like little this. hats that you'd stick your toilet paper in. Yep. Think about this one. Colgate dental cream. 38 cents. Goddamn. 
Uh, let's see, what's this one? Right guard, Canada right guard, sixty four cents. Aerosol. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. let's see. Should give you armpit cancer. Yeah. Yeah. A brass plated record rack. Special purchase price. A record rack, like to hold your records in. Mm-hmm. Twenty five cents. Eighty eight cents. Damn. Detecto metal uh, bathroom hamper. I think my grandfather had one of those. $3.88. And it weighed like 30 fucking pounds. <laughs> uh, like you could kill somebody with that thing. Had a little foot pedal you'd step on for the lid to come up. Yep. Covered uh, in white lead paint. They have a... I never heard of this before. What the hell? Okay. Okay, I gotta read this. How to adjust to to your keg bottle shortage? Okay, this is this is for black label beer, African American label beer. Yeah, you racist. Uh, people people may have been drinking our new twelve ounce one man keg fa- faster than we can produce them. Till we catch up. Wait a second. Here's is, here's what to do. Is this like an old timey version of like the Heineken keg cans they used to make? Must be. It's a bottle. Because you remember those, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is this is what you do, okay? You find someone with an empty keg bottle. Hint. Girls, save them and put them uh put roses in in them. Oh. Be nice. Make friends. Borrow a keg bottle. This is the hard part. It says, fill with black label beer from the can. Okay, Ugh. it's the same. <laughs> it says it's the same great beer that the keg bottle. <laughs> That's oh, the keg bottle. God, a careful blend of our own sixteen natural brews. So then, do the right thing. Pass the empty keg bottle along to another friend. <laughs> oh. I'm looking at this stuff. It looks, but it's like what this is like one of those ones where you had the can and it was like had that like little like opening and you like yeah the old pull tab kind of like pull yeah. tab rip. Black label. You said keg bottle. Yeah. Keg bottle. Oh, oh, actually, it's kind of fucking cool. I'm not going to lie to you. It's like a pot-bellied bottle. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a little short neck. It's it's almost like a, uh, like a red stripe bottle with a longer neck on it. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it is just filled with disgusting fucking beer. I mean, it looks, it looked, it looks bad. Like, I, oh, boy. I mean, I could ask my dad. Ah, there we go. There's the old pull tab one. Oh. Yeah. I could ask my dad if he remembers that. He probably does. I I mean I know uh, when my dad was drinking I was at a place in Fairhaven where they had Schlitz and I bought a twelve pack of it because he said if you ever see it buy it and uh, I bought it and I came home we cracked one I took a nice big drink of it and almost spit it out and he goes yeah it tastes like shit doesn't it like why would you tell me to buy it so I can see the look on your face when you drank it like that's this is where I get it from <laughs> this is where I get it from because my dad's an asshole too. <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah that looks fucking terrible i'm not gonna lie to you yeah that on the other hand um 
a little bit classier. Johnny Walker Black Label. Oh, looks oh. very, very this, smooth. That's different. Um, haven't had that in a long time. Sorry, that was uh, that was a little bit of a side change. I had to do it. I'm surprised you didn't find a fucking Montgomery Ward ad in there somewhere. Off. Listen, yeah. If I had, had to get a, a new push mower for like 1995 or whatever they hey. were, you know, nothing wrong with that. Brand new Electrolux uh, record player for 399.95. No, no, they didn't make like no. Because like I remember seeing ads. You know, obviously I, I wasn't you know old enough to have bought one, but when I was a kid, seeing ads for VCRs where they were like 199 dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just fucking insane. Oh yeah. But I, I mean. I don't remember what my parents play, paid for our first Nintendo when it came oh, out. Oh, they were... Well, but it was fucking expensive. They weren't cheap. Um, and they bought the... Hey, Google. How much was the Nintendo gaming console when it first released in the United States? $179 then. The equivalent to $530 now. Yeah. So, the price of a console hasn't fucking changed in... Uh, I don't know. Call it forty years. And plus, my parents bought the one, the pat, that one that had. It was uh, Mario Duck Hunt. Yeah, yeah. That that was the standard one, pretty much, though. Mm, no, it came with. I mean, I guess I think the f- original one just came with Mario. Oh, uh, well, yeah, that would have been like old, old though. But this is like Mario Duck Hunt. Yeah. So it was. I'm sorry, Super Mario Brothers. Then if you're one of those Mario Brothers, if you're one of those fancy fucks that had the the trackpad, that was a lot of money too. I know a kid that had one. So did I. He actually lived, I shit you not, four houses from where we're sitting right now. Yeah, Maybe had, not even. It's the trailer that sits down off the side this, of it. This kid had, uh, and I ate a bucket his, of dicks on that thing. <laughs> his grandparents bought him a trackpad. His parents, grandparents bought him the fucking the square controller that was fucking a joystick oh yeah buttons yeah he had that i i don't I, I had one of those too but we got it at like a fucking yard sale <laughs> well he had it like brand new yeah and i don't know he may have had the fucking glove he probably had the power glove if he had he, all that other shit he may have i'm yeah. not sure yeah i mean i didn't remember i don't remember seeing the power glove actually until because if you had the power uh, glove you didn't tell anybody you had the power glove well i don't remember because that was a secret I don't remember seeing the Power Glove until Mario 3 came out. Yeah, but still, that was the stupidest goddamn thing, but they're worth so much money now. Yeah. Because, um, um, I mean, Mario 3 was like, when that came out, whoa. And if any of you guys out there had the Virtua Boy, the, like, fucking primitive VR yeah. Game Boy that was everything it was in red and black, tell me if it gave you migraines every time you put one on, too. Because I remember standing in line for hours at KB Toys in the mall to go try that thing out, and as soon as I put it on, I almost threw up. I remember there was one, I think it was called the Jaguar. That was... Uh, yeah, that, that was, was uh, Sega. No, this was this was a different one. This wasn't Sega. This was... Jaguar was something completely different. They was like the third party. It was the third really? wheel. I yeah. thought that was associated with Sega. No, no, this was totally different. This was all by itself. It was Atari. Yeah. Oh. Because Atari wanted to get back in the game. Yeah, because Atari lost lost their fucking edge at that point. Yeah. No shit. I forgot about that. I thought it was uh, Sega. Yeah, no. No, no, no. Motherfucker, those are like $825. Yeah. Holy shit. But it was also 64-bit. Mm-hmm. 
That was like the original. So was one. so was uh, Sega. Sega was sixty four. No, the next one after that was the Nintendo sixty four. Sega was sixteen, just like the Super Nintendo. Because uh, regular Nintendo was eight bit, and then they jumped up to sixteen for the Super. Then it went to sixty four for the obviously sixty four. But the uh, the Jaguar, I believe, was the first sixty four bit console. That's damn. Yeah. But I also remember getting dragged out of fucking out of the dream machine by the back of my shirt for playing Mortal Kombat 2. My mom was not happy about that. You can't be playing that shit. Like, I had to have a stool to play that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Which is, uh, if I remember correctly, the uh, dream machine is now where, like, right around where the inside garden section is at Home Depot? Uh, No. That neck of the woods? No. You sure? Yeah. 100% positive. thought it was. No. Because it was on that far end of the mall, down nope. by the movie theater. Nope, it was actually uh, outside of Monkey Wards. Yeah, but it was... Monkey, Montgomery Wards was... So, you have to, like, park... It's, in, like, in the parking lot. Because, like, where, where Home Depot is now was Zales or whatever. Yep, Zales. And, and there then, were names okay. in there, too. And then, when it came back around, where the garden place was, okay, that was an entrance... Where the garden place is right now? Yep. That was an entrance into the mall. And if you went straight ahead in there, KB's, and then it, so it was coming around, and then you got Foot Locker, which you could enter from two different sides, mm-hmm. which is cool because a fucking Foot Locker was like the shit then. No, Foot Locker's fucking lame. And then, um, and then like there was like a, I don't know, a whole bunch of other stores, like some women's store. And then on the other side of that was the Artful Dodger. Re- only restaurant. Yep. And it was the only restaurant, but there was also a food court. Yeah. Well, no. No food court. Just a restaurant. No, there was a food court. There was a Chinese restaurant in there, too. Uh, No. There was never... You sure? I'm yeah. pretty confident there was no. a little food court there. Nope. Too small. <coughs> and then um, then on the other side of that was the Dream Machine because... But it was still Dodger... right next to the movie theater. Or right uh, across... It was across the hall from the movie theater. The Artful Dodger was on the corner... Parallel, like kitty corner from that was the movie theater, and then you had uh, Montgomery Wards on the very end. Oh, okay. So, and then that was the only that. Then there was the entrance right beside uh, the Dream Machine, and at five o'clock on Sundays, the fucking whole mall closed except for the movie theater. And I remember this that we went to go there. And it was fucking closed. I was pissed because I was gonna go, I was gonna go get a video game or some shit like that, and um, we saw a whole bunch of people lined up outside. When we, my brother happened to know who one of the guys, we're like, "What are you gonna go see?" He's like, "Uh, what was it Freddy goes to hell or something no, like Jesus that, Christ, or Jason yeah. goes to hell?" Yeah, you know, or you know, something like that. I'm like, I'm like, oh man, really? I got to see Titanic there. Last movie, only movie I ever remember seeing there. I don't actually. I went to go see a movie there when I had in nineteen ninety one, but I don't remember actually what movie it was. I went with my dad and my brother, but before that, the movie I, I remember seeing there was, um, it was Empire Strikes Back. Nice. No. Nice. Return of the Jedi. And then there was a fucking Arby's just outside of there. That was a long time after. Arby's was there when the mall was. 
when the mall was like fucking going downhill. Yeah, but still, it was still there. It was still there. Yeah, you know, for a short period of time. Yeah, it's where uh, uh, Little Caesars was. Yep, is. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> we just described our childhood in this fucking. <laughs> Can't even call it like quarter of Vermont because they're in the middle of goddamn Vermont and uh, there's nothing here again. So you're welcome. Uh, yeah. Um, if there was ever actually, if there was any more information about it, I would totally want to cover the case. Um, the guy from Dragon's Lair, the tattoo shop, where he got fucking murdered in his uh, in his house. No, he didn't. He got murdered in his shop. I'm sorry, but they were no, next didn't. to each other. Really? No, it was fucking the kid that uh, the 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 owner's kid. Shot a guy there. It was him. The owner of the shop is no. the guy that got killed. No, it wasn't. It was a. It was his son who killed a guy there over a drug deal gone bad, and the son went off to fucking jail. I thought it was the owner of No. It. Oh, okay. No, and then he fucking basically had to sell everything because, you know, nobody wanted to do business with him because well, yeah, he was a fucking kid. That was the fucking 90s, and only criminals had tattoos back then. And now fucking every mom going to yoga has got tattoos and shit. And then, you know, also, I mean, that's where you bought your fucking bong. Yeah. Yeah, they <laughs> had a glass shop there, probably, so why not? They did. Not? Yeah. Because anyway, that way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's it. So, uh, Facebook, uh, Dark Windows Podcast, uh, Patreon.com forward slash Dark Windows, um, where if you go over there, I can... I can assure you this week will be worth your $5 for the entire month. Um, because I have uh, enough to have made this a, a regular, regular show episode for Patreon. Cause I was like, Oh, that'll be fine. That'll be all right. And I kept getting into it. I got into it and more and more. And I'm like, Oh no. Oh no. This is going to be a big, long fucking Patreon. Big thick thing. Big you thick. Know, veins in it and stuff. Ooh. Um, girthy i would say would be the best term for oh. it but yeah it's gonna be a good one um so yeah check us out over there um uh, and just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you goodbye bye-bye good night Go fuck yourself.